Welcome in to the Short Haired Dog, episode 10. Michael Bennett, your host, here tonight alongside me, my best friend, slash co host, slash brother. He's a little ugly. Come on, man. Kevin Bennett. How you I, doing tonight, Kevin? I made the time to come down here and record this podcast with you, and you're going to call me ugly right in my face. Well, in front we, of God and everybody. Okay, can we go ahead and admit, though, that it's your fault we've not recorded any more podcasts? No. <laughs> the. the both of our cars work. Phone works both ways. Phone works both ways. You could have come up to Greenville if you wanted to. But, you know, you've been just as busy as I have. So That's true. We do want to apologize to our listeners. It has been a little while. But mm-hmm. um, we're going to try to change that. We'll try to get back in a routine. But it's the off season, you know. Yeah. It's time to sit back and relax a little bit. Um, but Although the Terrier coaches have not been sitting back and relaxing. Apparently they have been in the road and we have been getting some good ball players signed up for the 2019 class already. So wow. um, definitely, definitely excited to get um, into some of the recruiting analysis. We're going to do, do that in a couple of episodes. Uh, hopefully when we get Derek Dye back on, our recruiting yeah. insider, um, to, you know, to give us some insight on some of the prospects for the 2019 class. But, Mike, um, in all seriousness, it is good to be back. Talking about the T-Dogs. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's always good just to chop it up about some ball and uh, do what we do. Yeah. You see how I threw that in there? Yeah. From our old days. That's, that's the our... old, quite frankly, days. <laughs> I wonder how many people have listened to that. I would say a large number. Think so? I would say nearly half of these listeners. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. Probably not. But uh, speaking of our listeners, Mike, we're going to – our diehard listeners, they're going to have a chance to uh, – Rep the brand here um, very, go. very shortly. Yeah, we, because uh, they're done. The t-shirts are in, man. They're done. They're finished. Yeah. I've, I mean, they're hot off the press. That's It's a very exciting time. Yeah. I can't wait to get my hands on them. Um, oh, I can't either. But, I mean, they're they're for sale. Yeah, they are up tomorrow. Yeah. And um, so... Guys, we're gonna try. We're gonna try a thing here. Um, if you, if you, you know, if we send you a, a short hair dog shirt, or you, you know, feel the need to purchase one, um, wear it out. Send us pictures of you wearing the uh, short hair dog T-shirt. Um, we'd love to see them at the at the Terrier Games um, yeah. in 2018. We're gonna be there too, so you can find us. Um, well, we can we can make it a big we can make it a big thing, especially on social media. We'll we'll retweet, post, do whatever we need to do. Um, and like we said, not for not for just you know the brand name, the short haired dog, and just for the podcast. I mean, if you're walking out and about at the grocery store and somebody asks you what that shirt means, you can tell them about Walford, uh, you know, Walford Athletics. Period. It don't have to be the podcast. That's all yeah. we're doing this for is to you know to get Walford Athletics well, out there. So I tell you what, Kevin, what we need to do is we need to see how many states because yeah. Walford is a. I swear, like we're going to talk to a guy tonight, former Walford offensive lineman. Derek Tiller, and that's coming up later on in the show. But, you know, this program is all over the place. I swear there's already guys from Ohio and everywhere. So how cool would it be? And we'll mail them to you. You give me your address, we're going to send them to you. We're, we're setting up a PayPal now to be able to get that where I can get your addresses and I'll send it to you. Shipping's on me. If you pay for the shirt, I'll pay to ship it. Um, but, you know, it's just one of those deals that we – it could very easily be accomplished where it's in several states. Yeah, I mean, it, and if it you'll could be post a big that, thing. and I think we need to see, we need to take it upon ourselves, how many states we can get the short-haired dog T-shirts in. I think that'd be really cool, Mike. I think Alabama's easy. 
Florida. Oh, yeah. We got so we got Alabama, Georgia. Those three, South Carolina, because I'm gonna be wearing mine out. Yeah, we got them up into like five X, baby. So all you big guys out there, you former OLs like myself, except I wasn't actually good enough to play college. Uh, you know, we got we got you covered, big guys. Awesome got Also got them down to the XLs and the larges down in. My hey, we sizes. got kid sizes. Yeah, as a matter of fact. So if you want your kids to be rocking the short haired dog stuff, we got it for you. Yeah. But uh, and the shirts are here. Yeah, actually, they're not in our hands, but they're done. Right. So enough a- enough about the 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 future of the show. <laughs> Talking about the future of the Terriers, Mike. It's uh, it's looking very bright from what I've been seeing. Yeah. It, and you know, I saw some, and I don't know how accurate this some of this is, but I saw a guy. It's been a couple months ago now, but that picked Walford fifth in the conference. What an idiot! I mean. That is like what, what are they? What are they missing? Like, I, well, or, or, I, it baffles me. Yeah, I and mean, they, they, when we were reading the magazine the other day at the radio station, had the Terriers preseason sixteen. I mean, what are we I, doing? And I can see that, but yeah, if, they, but, I mean, if you're picking them fifth in the conference, you didn't got them even sixteenth. You've got them think, way unranked. I think we're a top ten team to start the start the year. I mean, it's hard to say otherwise. I mean, you look at what's returning. And it's it's significant. But I, mean, I will say our boy Joe Newman made the uh, the one picture of one of the 20 teams listed on the page. Joe was the guy on there. Yeah, there's only like four pictures in that whole magazine of FCS players, and one of them is Joe Newman against Sanford. Yeah. And I think it was preseason all FCS. Miles Brown was a, was a representative for the Terriers there on the first team defense. Yeah, and he's uh, very deserving. I mean, yeah. you can't can't see otherwise. And actually, what's funny is the fact that our grandpa, yeah, <laughs> went to a local car wash up in Spartanburg, and Miles Brown was working there. And our grandpa was like, "Hey, he had he had Walford football in his shorts." So I just asked him who he was, and he he said, "You couldn't have met a nicer guy than Miles Brown." That's awesome. So he was working hard too, and you and if you're nice to our grandpa, we love you. Yeah, he might just get a short haired dog shirt <laughs> just for that. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's really cool. And Mike, another thing. Starting fullback Andre Stoddard <laughs> also has been interning with the youth director at West Breach Baptist Church, who happens to be a very close friend of ours. That's true. Mr. Scott Garrett. Very A very small world out yeah, there. Yeah, and, and what's funny is I called, okay, so it was like, it was for a, a celebration we had where we had the big water slide. Yeah. And I needed a hose pipe. And as you know, Scott lives close to the church. Mm-hmm. And I was there by myself trying to help get the uh, water slide and all set up for the kids. And I called him was like, hey, Scott, I need a hose pipe. And uh, he just stops me kind of randomly. He answered my question. Then he kind of just stops the conversation. He's like, uh, what if I told you that uh, we had a guy up here working, uh, a football player, um, Andre Stoddard. What do you know about him? I said, dude, I said, you realize that guy's a beast. And he yeah. was like, he's like, really? I said, oh, yeah. I'm like. I said, he was probably rushed for like 900 yards last year. I said, the dude is a man. I said, you remember him? He was number 29 because you remember Scott went to the South Carolina yeah. Walford game with us. And, you know, he was like, oh, okay. What else can you say? I was like, just to, I said, I'll be willing to bet my next paycheck he gets 1,000 yards next year. And Scott starts dying laughing. Well, apparently Andre – was listening to the entire conversation. Yeah, you were on speaker. Yeah. Yeah. So that was sort of embarrassing. What was so funny too is that he knew exactly who he was and how good he was. He just wanted to put he you on the spot. He wanted to put me on the spot and see what yeah. I'd say and make you a fool the of test, myself. Though. 
Yeah. Well, there's nothing bad to say. Exactly. I'm just glad I didn't say something stupid like, yeah, he's not that good. Like, that would have been, <laughs> I'd have felt so bad. But with Andre, yeah. I would have never said that. No. Um, definitely expecting a big year out of him, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, the thing about it, like we were reading in that magazine, uh, as they should be, Blake Morgan and Lennox McAvee are, you know, getting the headlines. But Stoddard's kind of the guy that nobody's really talking yeah. about. He's going to be the workhorse, especially with, with Chase Nelson graduating. Well, I mean, and he was most of the year last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, but he's going to carry even more the majority of the load back there. And, you know, Kevin, something that baffles me is last year teams were just loading the box. Yeah. He was the guy teams were trying to stop and just still – I mean, he'd be able to rack up 900 yards, and I want to say, didn't he have like 15 touchdowns or something ridiculous like it was that? A, it was a big number. It was in the teens. Yeah. So, I mean, to be able to do that when and and really, I think the offense is going to be opened up even more this I year. Too. I mean, from and I went to the, like the, some of the spring scrimmages and sort of looked around, and I saw a lot of like kind of play action passing that I that I liked. They were like rolling out like they were going to run the option, except they were dropping back and throwing it yeah. out of that. Now I think that could be deadly. I've often wondered why they didn't do that more, but um, I, I mean, and have they ever done that? I don't know. I, I mean, you see it a lot out of the other, like the Naval Academy and the the right. different academies, and then you see it. You know, I think we've seen it from Georgia Southern. I remember J. Bo Shaw. I think doing that stuff. I didn't really like him. He hey, he could run that offense though. Yeah, but he wasn't extremely fast. Jarek McKinnon. He was just yeah. Oh well. Yep. We busted them a couple times. They got us in the playoffs, so we busted them a couple times yeah. down there at Georgia Southern. That was a lot of fun. Um, but just getting back to what we were kind of talking about there, I, I'm just I'm just gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how this team's gonna be different. Um, as the I think the defense is gonna be a lot of the same stuff because he believes in that fifty front and all. Um, but even Seifkis, uh, right? Is yep. the defensive coordinator's name? I mispronounced that on the last one. We apologize. Thought we you know, we're trying to reach out to him. You know, about the – because somebody, somebody said that they wanted to hear more from him, and he didn't – kind of gave us a cold shoulder. Mm. So, but I'm going to look past it. You know? <laughs> not going to hold anything against you. Uh, so, but no, in all seriousness. And then Wheeler, John Wheeler, he's off to St. Joe's, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is going to be, I guess, their head coach. Wow. Right? Okay. On their varsity football team. And uh, Eric Nash, the former offensive line coach, of course, is the athletic director up there at St. Joseph's. So – um, we lost him, and they replaced him with somebody, and his name is escaping me right now. Um, yeah. I can't remember who it is. Can, I, that's leaving me, too. But I want to look it up. Okay. I want to look it up and try to figure out exactly who that is, but um, I'd heard of him before, and mm-hmm. I don't know why. Did they were they a former Walford person? I can't remember. I don't know. We, we're not we're not the experts right now. Well, the thing about it is we've just been been away from the game a little too little too long. We've had a lot going on. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, I, and I it's and I was talking to to Derek Tiller, who we're about to hear from here in just a few minutes later on in the show. Um, I was talking to him, and you know, I was like, I'm kind of embarrassed by how little that I know. <laughs> um, it's really been a oh 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 Trey McRae. Okay. And uh, he was the guy at Gardner Webb. Yeah. That's where he was from. Um, so let's look, kind of look over that a little bit. Uh, going to course, course coach outside linebackers also going to do special teams. Um, let's see. Going to recruit the Charlotte area along with Western South Carolina and Eastern and Central Tennessee. And I believe that's the only place he's been. Um, actually, oh, been at North Greenville. Hey. From 2012 to 2014. Um, he was the – Let's see. The outside linebackers coach handled play calling duties for the Crusaders' defense for two seasons. Okay. Okay. 
I like that. And uh, he's a Furman guy. And I believe, oh yeah, that's right. Somebody, I saw where somebody put this on the uh, message board. He was a tight end under uh, head coach Bobby Lamb. Okay. Who is now at Mercer. Yeah. And Mercer's getting a lot of love in some of that early preseason stuff. And really. It's deserving. Yeah, it is. I mean, they've got a lot of guys coming back. And and most of the SOCON does. Yeah. Um, Sanford's got a ton of guys coming back too. That's, That's who that magazine, that publication had in first, but I'm, I'm willing to take the Terriers uh, every time. Oh, yeah. And not just I as mean, a homer. I mean, we know we're homers. Everybody knows this. Everybody listens to homer, okay? And if you're not, you're butthurt right now, and I'm sorry. But I really, I'm not just saying that. I really believe it. I do, too. Um, there, there's going to be definitely some question marks to, about uh, up front on both sides. We're going to lose some guys. Some guys have graduated. Some guys are no longer on the, on the team, um, both on the offensive line and defensive line. But – you know, guys, I, I believe in the recruiting that this staff has already – the staff, the prior staff did, and the recruiting that this this current staff has done, and I think they're going to be ready. And I think you're going to see guys out of this 2018 class, I think you're going to see a couple make an impact. And, I'm, and, of course, that'll be as yet to be seen because there is so much talent. It's hard to see who really the front runner is going to be to do that, but it's definitely going to be some of these guys who are playing. You see it every year. There's always freshman uh, guys that stand out. Yeah, for sure. And one thing I'm looking forward to, I think I think the defense has a chance to be the best it's ever been yeah. this year. Yeah. I mean, just about every difference maker's back. Yeah. I mean, and what I'm looking forward to, Mike, this is this is what I want to see is the way our linebackers are set up or so quick on the inside and outside. Yeah. I would love to see them just rotate and have a number of guys on the inside. I just standing up. You don't know where they're yeah. going to be. They're just. I mean, everybody stand up. <laughs> just a question. I would love to see that. And yeah. I, I mean, that's something that I mean, a good defensive coordinator, a good defensive mind. When they when they see the guys that the Terriers have, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. And I think I think we're going to see some looks from this defense that we haven't seen in a very long time. Yeah. And. uh I think they're just going to be swarming. Dude. And and then you've got guys like I mean you've got both the Wilson guys, Jaira and uh, Detavius Wilson back. I mean you've got guys like Mikael Horton coming back, uh, Miles Brown. I mean he's all American level. Yeah. He's got this going to play on Sundays. Yeah, I honestly believe that. I mean it's going to be hard to keep him from playing on Sundays. I mean, and then you got you got Devin Watson. Oh yeah. DC. Oh, and guys that are constantly been slept on. Yeah. I mean, these guys, Jojo. yeah, they've been getting no love. Uh, Allstat is going to be terrific again. Is, is And, I mean, there is a lot to um, – that the, there is a lot to look forward to next year. I mean, be optimistic no about it. While there Absolutely. are question marks, yeah. there's – I would say the, you know, the future and, you know, the the future aspects of what we can do on the defensive end, and really the offensive side of the ball outweighs the question marks, in well, my opinion. I agree with you. And, Kevin, I'm going I'm to highlight on this, too, really quick before we move on. Something that absolutely baffles me is how little people know about Wofford. Yeah. Like, even people who cover the SOCON. Like, how are you that clueless? For example, I've read – I don't remember exactly where I read it, and that, that doesn't matter. But just – I mean, because I'm sure they'd get butthurt if they heard me call them out. But do somebody, it, do it. I don't know who it was, oh. or I would. Yeah. Um, but 
somebody said, you know, they, they felt good about Walford's defense next year because they had a lot of returning players. Of course, Conklin coming in as the former Pitt defensive coordinator. Blah, blah, blah. That's the – I mean, anybody but, can say that. But here's what they say. They'll say the offense is a lot of uncertainty because head coach Mike Ayers is leaving after 30 years. First off, Mike Ayers was not calling the plays. No. Like, people – this is what people think of Mike Ayers. They think he's like some mad scientist offensive triple option guy. And that's not what he is. Like, how can you be that stupid to think that? They think because Ayers isn't going to be there, they're not going to be able to run the same offense. Yeah. Like, are He's you not Paul me? Johnson, guys. No. That, like, that, it baffles me. I mean, and maybe we're just saying that because we've been around Walford our whole lives, but that seems still kind of – But it just shows – And that's not what everybody. Do the ter- what do the Terriers have to do for people to take notice? I mean, right. we're at the top of the SOCON for at right. least the last two playing deep into the playoffs – and these dudes are saying, well, Mike Ayer's gone. Uh, the, the, yeah, the I sky's think, falling. Yeah, yeah, the sky's falling. And look, and, we know nobody's going to replace Mike Ayers. We understand that. But compared to everybody else, how can you say they're fifth? I mean, that's a joke. That I, just, that, I literally laughed out loud when I saw that. Well, it's one of them where – and I, and we both kind of saw it at the same time. I was just like, okay, good. Yeah. Not good. I'm we, glad that's where we they We like got the us. role of underdogs. That's where, we, that's where we like to be. You go ahead and you go ahead and pick us fifth. We'll see where we are at the end of the year. Yeah. But, you know, it's just part of it. Don't We don't ever get any, enough love. But No. And it's not everybody. There are some very good people who know Walford really well. Yeah. And it's a breath of fresh air to hear some of those people either call a game on ESPN3, you know, or call it, you know, whatever it is. You know, Shout out Pete Yannity. Yeah, read an article. Hey, Pete Yannity, <laughs> he's woke on it, man. I yeah. mean, he knows the program enough to know what he's talking about. And that yeah. is so much better. And, and I know some of these guys are home announcers, but still, this is the only job these guys have. If I if my only job was calling the Union County Yellow Jackets games, mm-hmm. I guarantee you I would know about the other teams. Yeah. If I got paid a salary enough to make it, and some of these guys aren't. This ain't their only job, a lot of them. But some of them that they are, like some of these ESPN guys, like the big ones, it baffles me. Not just about Walford, but all teams. Like, how did like we'll be watching a South Carolina game? It'll be SEC Network. You know, good and well, those guys make handsomely for what they do, and they won't have a clue. Not a clue. And I and I do want to speak to the Walford's announcers, Hauser and Henson. They do their research, you can they tell. They do. Now, they know both teams they know both really, teams. really well. Yeah. And that's not their only jobs. No. But that's what baffles me. These guys, even the ESPN3 guys from VMI, would know more about Walford than some of these guys who sit around all week supposed to be planning you know, what they're going to talk about. That baffles me. Why, is, why are these big-time announcers like, how are they so clueless? I don't they know, got all man. that computer where people just pop it up, the information to them. Got the little bug in their ears to tell them, hey, so and so, his dad was a professional wrestler. Yeah. You know, they get dumb stuff like that, but they can't, they're like, oh, uh, Mike Ayers. <laughs> He's been there 30 seasons. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just, they run the triple Offensive option. Genius. Yeah. Mike, I don't know. Smallest college in FCA. It's just always just a generic, yeah. they never get into any. And they're so, and what, and we talked about this. I don't remember who we talked with. I think it was our, our uh, who was it? Ross Taylor. Yeah. And he was talking about every, like half the players on the team could be a 30 for 30 documentary. Yeah. Like, how do they not get a hold of any of these stories? It's a gold mine. Now, some do, but like even, even the North Dakota State game, I was like, ugh. You know, like, it, I don't know. 
which that, we won't talk about. That, that game still that. hurts me. I lost money on that one. You literally lost money. I literally lost money. I lost a lot of pride. Yeah. My feelings were broken, shattered, stomped upon. Yeah. But, but I still love them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I just hate to see – if I'd have known that was Mike Garrett's last game, I think I would have cried. Me too. I, but I didn't. You know and what? I, and then I, I watched every second of it. It was like a, a puppy getting run over, and I just kept watching it. Easy. We saw that kid get run over coming home from church a couple Sundays ago. That kitten. Ago. I thought you said kid there. No, no, no. Not no kid. No, Lord. <sighs> My yeah. gosh, Kevin. The kitten was enough. That kitten, that scarred me. That was <clears throat> yeah. pitiful. Well, let's I, literally, talk. I don't want to cry here live on the podcast. Yeah. Well. Um, but, Mike, I'm calling for it right now. You ready for this? Okay. I'm calling for it. All right. Will we make that trip up to Wyoming? <laughs> I want to see the black pants. If we go up there, if we go up there in the black pants and bust Wyoming, boy, you ain't going to be able to tell me nothing. Yeah. They ain't got Josh Allen no more. They ain't got the gunslinger. Then – uh Tanner Gentry, he he graduated two years ago. He's actually uh, – I've seen on social media, he's good friends with former point guard Eric Garcia. Yeah. They were apparently homeboys back in, in Colorado. Yeah. So – and he was a stud. He, he's on the Bears. He made the Bears. So yeah. they've had some pretty good players in Wyoming. But well, you, you they're know primed for the beating is, right now. The, the former – the architect of the Bisons. That's him. What's his name? I don't know. Craig. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> He's hurt my feelings too many times. I thought it was times. Craig Bull. You could be very wrong. I probably am very wrong. Yeah. Well, anyway, we were lucky enough to have a special interview yeah. from former Walford offensive lineman, offensive guard. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, what did Wasn't Tiller a guard? I think so. We didn't talk about that in the interview. We talked about his playing days. We didn't really spe- specify, but he was one of the big uglies down there. Very good and, offensive lineman. Oh, he was. No doubt about it. He was – one of the top on the team and in the conference and knocked down blocks a couple of different occasions. And he played in a, Kevin, what was a very rich time in Walford football history. For and sure. So we're going to get to talk to him. He had a very insightful interview, both talking about his playing days and talking about what he's doing currently. So we're going to hear from that right now. You're listening to The Short-Haired Dog. We're now joined by former Terrier offensive lineman Derek Tiller, a class of 2007, played four seasons Actually, it was at, at Walford for five seasons, but played four years uh, on the offensive line for the Terriers. Uh, Derek, first off, welcome to the Short-Haired Dog. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, I really appre- I want to first off say I really appreciate you guys doing this podcast. It's great for us that love Walford and care about Walford and want to keep connected to Walford and kind of stay up on what's going on. So this has been awesome uh, for all these guys, and I've heard from several guys that enjoy listening to you guys. Well, Derek, as you know, it's been a while since we've done one, so it's good that we've we've actually been <laughs> talking to you for a while here. So it's it's finally glad to get this thing going here. Oh, no doubt, and I'm uh, I'm glad to join and help any way I can. So, um, Kevin, are you ready for the? Did did you have the first question, or am I asking the first one? I'll take the first question, um, Derek. What if you uh, just kind of give everybody an update after your after your Walford playing days? What's uh? What's a day in the life of Derek Tiller today? Well, what's going on in your, you know, in your life after the after the Walford days? So, um, guys, I left Walford in December '07, uh, right after, really, right after we lost to Richmond. Uh, and I knew uh, the whole time I was at Walford, I wanted to be a coach, and I'm currently a high school football coach and uh, teacher. Um, for nine years, I was, uh, and I went back home. I'm kind of from Metro Atlanta. Um, for nine years, I was at Peachtree Ridge High School, which is in Swanee, Georgia. And uh, last year, I was at Gainesville High School, uh, which is a little bit northeast of that. And uh, I 
actually got the opportunity in February to go to a brand new high school about five miles from my house. It's called Cherokee Bluff High School. So uh, I'm getting to start a brand new program, and it's um, it's really exciting. Uh, it's going to be a lot of work, and it's going to be a process, but we feel like it's going to be a really good job. Um, I'm married. I've been married now for 10 years. My wife's a fifth grade teacher, and I have two daughters now that are eight and five years old. So that's kind of what's going on with me. Well, that's certainly a lot of people probably don't <clears throat> haven't heard you know that from you, and probably since your playing days. And getting back to your playing days, what you know you you played in a very probably a rich time in the history of Walford football. It's hard to think of any more rich than that with all the the playoff success and all that good stuff. But as you as we were talking off air, you know you started there. Your first year as a, as a true freshman, you know, the, your redshirt year, you know, that was the year 2003. Uh, they went up to Delaware and um, lost in what – this that was the semifinals, right? Yeah. It was the semifinals, yes. And uh, so – but then you ended up there with that playoff run where you beat Montana there in 2007. So a lot of memories from your playing career. What, Kevin, do you have yeah. some? My first question about that Montana game is how cold was it? <laughs> Guys, it was cold. I mean, it was like six degrees. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. I had to go out there before and just kind of make my peace with it. Um, I mean, it was just really, really cold. I will say this. I don't know how many people know this, but Mr. Richardson actually gave us Panthers cold gear uh, that they had worn in Green Bay the week before. Wow, uh, that's awesome. That helped uh, quite a bit. But, I mean, guys, it was so cold. I remember they had these huge heaters on the sideline, but I didn't even want to go into the heater because if you went and got some of that heat, it would have been really hard to come out. So, right, yeah. Well, well when I mean, that kicker missed that field goal there at the end. I warmed up uh, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, um, getting back to you know, getting back to your playing days there, and obviously that Montana game was was a huge, you know, memorable moment. Um, other than that, what's a what's a moment in your Wofford career that you know that really stood out to you that you you know I'm sure there's many memories that you'll never forget. But what's what's a moment that's always gonna you know stand out to you and stick with you? I mean, like you said, guys, there were a ton. We had a lot of good times there when I was there. And I felt like all the success that we had has kind of laid the groundwork. And and I've just, over these last 10 years, I've had so much fun watching what the program has uh, progressed to. I got to say, for me, guys, I'm from Georgia. Initially, I wanted to go to that school down south. I can't remember what it's called. Um, But we went down to Paulson Stadium and just put it on them in 2006 and just watching – Watching that uh, stadium just empty out—that was probably one of my funnest moments. Yeah, for sure. It is all—it's definitely fun to beat those guys down south. I was telling Mike earlier. Sometimes when I'm bored and just chasing a rabbit around YouTube, I'll I'll end up watching old Terrier Vision videos, and uh, the ones where we beat Georgia Southern are always some of my favorites. Yeah, I, I had a little chip on my shoulder, but uh, Georgia Southern during the time I was there was at an absolute turmoil. So it was a blessing that I got to go to Wofford instead of Georgia Southern. Um, Derek, you mentioned, um, you know, the, the great times you had playing um, while you were at Wofford. And obviously, um, you know, head coach Mike Ayers was there at the time. Um, and we know the success that we've had over the last, what, 15 to 18 years. Yeah, and in case you've run under a rock, uh, Mike Ayers retired right. after 30 seasons at the helm. And, uh, yeah, so but he got a chance. Derek got a chance to play. Uh, four co-chairs and 
what were you saying, Kevin? I'm sorry to interrupt well, you. Well, no, what, what I was going to say was, is first of all, we're going to keep with the t- tradition of our guest. I want a good Mike, a funny Mike Air story, and then maybe a serious one. And then a follow-up question. Um, you told us off air that coach, that the new head coach, Josh, Josh Conklin, was actually uh, came there your senior year. So you were able to, you know, p- play while he was a, a coach there. So, First of all, a, a story for, from Coach Ayers, um, and then maybe, you know, what's your impressions on Coach Conklin and, and the future of the Terriers? Okay. Well, I mean, I hate to do this. It's, uh, my favorite Coach Ayers story is exactly what Hobbs told y'all. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, Coach Ayers is an intense guy. But, I mean, and I, I know Hobbs can't remember. This was in 2006. It was right before we played South Carolina State. And, I mean, this guy just pulls an axe out and starts just beating this desk. And, I mean, I, I, there was no way we were going to lose that night. I mean, he just fired us up. I mean, that's that's got to be my all-time favorite Coach Ayers story. But I, 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 as I reflect on Coach Ayers, I want to make sure people understand. I mean, he was not just about football. And that, I think that's why we all loved him so much. I know, um, and I've tried to I've tried to impart some of the things that he, he did for me as I'm coaching. Uh, just a couple of things that stick, stick out to me. Um, he was so good at kind of inspiring confidence. And, and even, at, you know, and, and back in those days, I don't think this is as big an issue, but we were, we were physically outmatched in some of those games that we won. Now, the level of athletes that Wofford has now, I'm just amazed at. But he never dwelled on that. And he, he just, he, he had us believing we could beat anybody in the country. And, and he was just so good at that. Um, he supported me as a coach. Uh, when I was there, he always let me work uh, the summer football camp because he knows he knew I was preparing to be a football coach. Uh, you know, so he was trying to help me in my career. And then um, a moment sticks out to me in 2013. So this was six or seven years after I left. My wife got in a horrible car accident. She actually got hit by a drunk driver. He's one of the first people that called me and, and wanted to check on her and see how she was doing. And that's six or seven years after I was gone. Um, and that's just that's the kind of man that he is. And I, and I think that's why we all loved him so much. Um, and obviously, you know, he'd been there 30 years and, and he built this program unbelievably. Uh, you're not going to replace coach Ayers. You know, that's just not going to happen. But I think, uh, coach Johnson made an excellent choice in coach Conklin. Uh, like I said, coach Conklin got there my senior year and he was the cornerback coach, uh, or secondary coach or something back then. So, since I was on offense, you know, in college, it's pretty much two separate teams. So I didn't interact with Coach Conklin a lot. But the, the times that I did, um, I really liked him. I thought he was very professional. Um, I thought he was an excellent coach. I thought he treated the guys right. Everybody liked him uh, that played for him. And I've kind of followed his career uh, after he's left uh, Wofford. And it's been pretty impressive. He's had success everywhere he goes. Um, so I definitely think it was a good choice for us. Well, Derek, as you as you were talking about, as Kevin sort of alluded to about the future of the Terriers, you know, one thing that that you and I were talking about before we got started recording here, you know, it's been amazing the recruits that the Terriers have been able to get just this year. Uh, just kind of, just talk about how much different that was. Like you told me about how you got to Walford. Maybe share that with our listeners who may not know of how you ended up at Walford. And man, just overall, how the recruiting, you know, the recruiting has changed at Walford. Oh, no doubt. I mean, just, and I, and I follow these trends since I'm a high school football coach. It's just amazing how quickly recruiting has changed in the last 10 or 15 years. It's like I told you guys off air. I had, uh, 
four or five scholarship offers, and none of them came until December and January of my senior year of high school. I, I've been looking on Twitter now. I noticed we have 10 or 11 guys that are already committed to come play for us. So the way recruiting has gotten has changed drastically. I can, I can tell our coaches are going out and they're hitting the recruiting trail hard. And they're, um, you know, they've got an attractive product to sell. And I think a lot of these kids are, are kind of seeing, Hey man, Wofford could be a, a really special place. Um, and I don't think it's an accident that we already have 10 or 11 guys signed up uh, to come play for us. Well, Derek, we, we really appreciate you coming on. One one last question here that's sort of uh, a little bit of a wild card here, and you may not really even have an answer for this, but one that I thought about. You know, you played guard and offensive line, you know, for your whole time at Walford. Is there anybody that may be being, that's maybe in the NFL that you went against? Is there anybody that, you know, you can remember that was exceptionally tough? Maybe it's a guy that no one's ever heard of. Who was that guy for you in your playing days that you really remember going against? Oh, that's easy. Croy Beerman. I don't know if y'all know that name. Uh, he played on Montana, played for the Falcons for about eight or nine seasons. And I just remember uh, hitting him, and it felt like running into a brick wall. Uh, <laughs> I know why that guy played eight or nine seasons in the NFL. So for me, it was definitely Croy Beerman. Wow. So I, I was hoping he had somebody. I knew because, I mean, you got to take into account, Kevin, like the FC, the FBS teams that Wofford goes against. Yeah. And plus all these playoff teams. I mean, like, especially like Montana, I swear they have a guy go every, like, early on in the draft. You're like, dang, Montana. So that's that's cool to hear that. Yeah. I mean, they and the Terriers have played against a lot of, you know, um, NFL players. I mean, we spoke about that Richmond game. Tim Hightower was a running back for Richmond that year. So I mean, I mean, there've been some really good players that the Terriers are going to get. But I, when I, I had actually forgot about Beerman, but when he brought him up, I was like, "Yep, I remember hey, that guy." That's a good one. And you, you remember those coastal teams? Yeah, had like there's a lot of big, guys, big pen and all the <laughs> like that Josh Simpson, Norman. Jerome yeah. Simpson. That like I, I've thought about that. That was the year where look, Derek, were you on the team that was wearing the the uh, cursed black pants? <laughs> yes, that was 2006. Uh, <laughs> That uh, that game cost us the playoffs pretty much. Yeah, uh, yeah. we lost thirty eight to forty one, and I don't know if y'all remember. Uh, we had so many injuries. Uh, Brandon Barry actually had to play defensive back. He was one of our wide receivers. I mean, you don't see that much in college, but that's how thin we actually were. Um, but you know, we just couldn't quite hold on. Well, let me ask you this: Are you, are you open to the Black Pants making a return? I am. I am. I like yeah. the black pants. Coach Ayers, after that game, did not like the black pants. <laughs> I'm completely okay with it. Well, I, I mean, I feel like we've pretty much covered all the bases here. Anything else, Kevin? I do got, I have one final question. Um, we've been waiting for the Terriers to really, you know, go up and knock off an, FC, an FBS team. This year they go to Wyoming. Uh, Derek, do you think this is the year that the Terriers can make a statement and go up and knock off Wyoming? I always think we got a shot just because of you. the uniqueness of our offense and getting ready to play us um, relatively quick. Uh, I don't know much about Wyoming. I know they had the big kid Josh Allen last year right? Um, who got drafted. So I guess they don't have anybody like him. But I, I always expect us to compete in those type games for sure. Awesome, awesome. So uh, we've been talking to offensive lineman Derek Tiller, uh, former Terrier class of 2007. Now a high school coach, and uh, Derek, we just appreciate you so much for taking time out of what I'm sure is a busy schedule right now with all the high school workouts and all going on. I know you 
not having to teach right now, but the coaching stuff is still obviously there. But we appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to uh, talk to the short-haired dog for a little bit. Absolutely. So, uh, Derek, I tell you what, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you in this interview. What is there any last things that you'd want to say to Terrier Nation out there, to all the short-haired dogs out there who listen to this podcast? Is there one thing you want to leave everybody with? Is you know what is it? Well, if I could, I'd like to make an appeal to especially guys that either I played with or hadn't been around to start coming back and getting involved. Um, you know, and I know life gets busy. People have kids and that kind of stuff. But there's a there's a strong base of former players that have really tried to spearhead and, and, and have some leadership and, and really get try to get back to the program that gave us so much. So I, that's what I'd like to appeal to any players that maybe haven't been back in a while. Come back to a game. Come to an alumni function. Uh, you know, be around. Oh, and we forgot to mention this, but it's talking about going, going to games. You were actually at the North Dakota State game. Am I right? I did. I, I flew out to North Dakota State, yes. And I wouldn't have gone if I didn't think we had a chance to win. I absolutely thought we had a chance to win. Um, just didn't quite work out. I wanted to see what that Fargo Dome was all about, and uh, I'd say it's pretty impressive. Wow. <laughs> well, that's really cool. Well, Derek, we appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to talk to us uh, tonight, and uh, we appreciate you so much not only for talking to us but for your uh, career as a short-haired dog. Thank you very much, guys. All right, once again, Derek Tiller, class of 2007 offensive lineman, former Terrier talking with us, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Short-Haired Dog, episode 10. Appreciate Derek Tiller for that. That's Kevin, that's back-to-back Derek's, right? It is. So appreciate the Derek's for all they do, especially Derek Tiller for coming on and doing an interview with us, the former offensive lineman, offensive guard for the Terriers. You know, Class Mike, of 2007. Yeah, he confirmed something that I've heard before that the uh, that Jerry Richardson actually donated some some of the Panthers' cold gear yeah. to the to the Terriers when they went out there to Montana. Um, that's a, I mean, I and I've always wondered how cold it actually was, and he he pretty much solidified it was very very cold. Yeah, um, but that really just makes it even more impressive that the Terriers went up there and and knocked off the Grizzlies. So. Um, a great interview by by Derek Tiller there. Hopefully that's not the last time we we have him on the show. Oh yeah, I think he's going to be open to coming back. And Kevin, you know that's it's it's odd that we've had so many guys reach out to us, and um, I don't really know how other way to put it. Have been on as guests yeah. that are kind of from that era, right? That oh three to oh seven was just a very rich time in Walford football history and these guys are enjoying the podcast seem to be well and and right there at the end of his interview he was you know he was calling for more players to you know yeah. come back and you know guys if you're if you're listening uh, just hit us up oh, on yeah. any any uh, any of the social media platforms that we're on on the message board uh, just let us know if you want to come on or if you just want to just you know text chat it up with us I mean we're, we'll respond as quick as we can if you want to be on the show we'll make it happen oh yeah absolutely so um Kevin, we've got a fun game. Yeah, set up tonight. Uh, I guess we should explain to the listeners. We we kind of described it as a fantasy draft, but not really because it's completely <laughs> random. Yeah. Um. So what we did, and and we may do this with the with the defensive side of the ball. We got to give some love to our defensive guys. We may do that in a later episode. Right. But tonight, we're gonna focus on the offensive side of the ball. What we what we have done is compiled a list <laughs> of fifteen quarterbacks, running backs, fullbacks and receiver slash tight ends from, I guess it was 
from around 2000, the early 2000s until the present day. So what we're going to do is we've put numbers in a hat and we're going to draw out. They're completely random and we're going to pick. We're all going to draw out. We're going to have each have one quarterback, two running backs, a fullback, and two receivers. Slash tight ends. Slash tight ends. And whoever we get, we have to make an argument why our team is the best team. And, Kevin, there are some guys on this list who were not starters. Right. They were kind of – they played their role. They might have been scout team guys. And we added them for whatever reason. Well, um, the fun part about this is how random it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, and, and receivers was very difficult. I'm sure there are receivers that we left off the list, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry. But who, who was Christian Reed? Christian Reed? He was the kicker, wasn't was he? Was he a kicker? He was a kicker. I thought he was a wide receiver. Dang, Mike, you really have been out of the game for a Man, while. Man, I'm... Are you ready to get this thing on the yeah, let's show on the road? It. So here's let's what we're going to do. I'm going to keep track of who we all get. All right. And why don't you go ahead and read off the list there for so people know what who our possible choices are. Okay. You want to do that? Sure. All right. So let's start with the quarterbacks. And the, this is completely random. I put them in a randomized list, and this is how they randomize the 15. All right? Yeah. You ready? Dude, that was so awful. I don't know where I got to Dude, what are you doing? All right. You, you want to throw Christian Reed on the receiver list here, Mike? You want to make a six special 16? Oh. What an idiot. I'm sorry. All right. Quarterbacks. <laughs> Christian Reed was a good yeah. kicker slash punter. He was. And uh, I'm sorry. Are you done now? I am. Okay. Brad Butler, Josh Collier, Evan Jacks, Michael Wommer, Joe Newman, Trey Rogers, Brian Cass, Ben Widmeyer, now, this is one that's good. Is it DeVete or Devite? Because we've heard both. I have heard that they had been mispronouncing his name. The we whole thought time it was, was DeVete. We called him DeVete. We've called him DeVete from the day he played. I want to say, I, I say it's like Devite. Or we'll say DeVete Devite. We'll All say right? DeVete. All right. Jeff Zolman, Mitch Allen, Miller Mosley, James Lawson, Brandon Goodson, and Travis Wilson. Those are the 15 quarterbacks that, are gonna be, that we're going to be randomly having on our team. Okay. Now for the running backs. Mike Rucker, Donovan Johnson. These are in no particular order. Yeah. They're just totally random. Kevious Johnson, Gabe Jackson, um, Aaron Johnson, Jeremy Marshall, Lennox McAfee, Blake Morgan, Raymond Smith, Will Gay, Nick Colvin, Hunter Wyndham, Brad Nochick, Brian Yeoman, and Jesse McCoy are the 15. Okay. Moving on to the fullbacks, Lorenzo Long, Michael Hobbs, J.R. McNair, Andre Stoddard, Eric Breitenstein, Donovan Johnson, he'll be on both. He's so will, so will Kevius. Yeah, so you got a really good shot here yeah. of either getting Kevius or Donovan. But they both played so much at each, we just right. had to put them both on each list. Arsenio Parks, Evan Suggs, Chase Nelson, Brody Hinks. Brody Hinks is a guy that we talked about. Didn't play a ton. Right. But a guy who was around and played his role, and we just thought he deserved to be on. Once again, Kevius, Dane Romero, Johnny Martin, and Michael Scott. Michael Scott. Yeah. Right. All right. Right. Um, and then moving over to the wide receivers, we got R.J. Taylor, Brenton Burson, Andy Strickland, Justice Joslin, Will Irwin, Wade Francis, J- Jeff Ashley, Chandler Gauger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got that? Brandon Berry, Jason Hill, Finn Allen, Devin Reed, Michael Hart, <laughs> Bryce Motes, and Michael Weimer, a wide receiver. You know, that I was just, an experiment. I just couldn't not put Michael Weimer that short time he was a wide receiver. Yeah. I had to – so he got added to the list. Did he make the quarterback list too? Yeah. So we have an equal chance of getting Donovan Johnson 
Kevius Johnson and, and Michael, Michael Weimer. Weimer. Yeah. Yep. Thank we appreciate Michael Weimer for this is gonna program. be this this has the potential to be really good. So we have to argue who has the best team, but it's completely okay. random. We're drawing out yeah. a hat. I I made numbers one through fifteen. We put them all in the hat and we're gonna draw out. So Mike, do you wanna go first? Uh sure. Um but don't we need to who, so I get to go first, right? Yeah. Okay. You draw out your draw out your number. So you draw it out and then put it back in and then so you'll do your whole team, then I'll do my whole team. Let's do start out. Let's do quarterbacks all okay. at the same time. Let's right. do it all at the same time. Who you got? All right, number eight for quarterbacks. You have Ben Widmeyer. Oh mm. yes, that's a good yeah. one. That is a good one. All right. Are we talking about number six, Ben Widmeyer, or number nineteen? They were both pretty good. I like nineteen with the sleeves. Nineteen Widmeyer. <laughs> yeah. Six Widmeyer wore sleeves too. Did he? Yeah. Okay. He was always a sleeves guy. All right. My Your turn. Your turn. All right, let's see here. What do I'm I have? One for you. Okay. Number 10. I have Jeff Zolman. Oh, yeah. both, both good ones. Nice. Both are nice. good ones. All right, Mike, your first running back. All right, first running back. I've got to put these back in here, Donna. Yeah, put them back in. All right, let me mix all these up. Let's see here. I think you should go first on running okay, back. Okay, go ahead. Pull one out. Here we go. Number one. I have Mike Rucker. Mike Rucker. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. Your first, Mike. All right, let's see here. Let's go dig around, and uh, here we go. Number fourteen, Brad Nochick. All right, Brad Nochick. I hear you, baby. Yes. All right. All right. My second running back. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Number eight, Blake Morgan. Oh yeah, man, man that's a good one. All right, Mike. All right. It's me again. It's you again. Right, Running go. back number two. Number 15. Brian Yeoman. <laughs> <sighs> oh, that, they actually started in 2012. They did. Both they of did. them. Your, t- you almost, your guys actually may have played with each other. <laughs> yeah, they might be. Mine pissed. did not, but mine is. I got a squad right now. <laughs> All, All right. right. Fullback. Okay, this is huge. This is huge. I mean, you could get the best player in Walker You want to go first? Or a guy who didn't hardly play. You want to go first? Sure. Go ahead. Pick you one. Number eight. Evan Suggs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, look. I don't think it's fair to judge him. I, I'm not judging. I'm just laughing He's, that He showed you, a lot of promise. I'm just laughing that your, your team is so random. It's, it is extremely random. My team's awfully pale. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway. All right. Uh, let's see. You ready? Yeah. Number one. I got Lorenzo Long. Oh, my goodness. You my team be... is killing Your yours. team is excellent. <laughs> it is. All right. So, all let's right. put these no, back in here. Let's go to receivers. Receiver slash tight end. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. I mean, Finn Allen got to be on here somewhere. All right. Michael Hart. I'm going first. Yep. Number 14. <laughs> you got Wommer. <laughs> no way. I did that as a joke, thinking that wouldn't get nobody get him. All right, Mike Wommer. My turn. Number seven. I have Jeff Ashley. That's not a bad pick. Not bad at all. All right, Mike, your second receiver slash tight end. Number six. Wade Francis. All right. I remember Wade. Wade always looked awesome. He looked like he had a lot of swag. He did. My last receiver, Mike. Number 11. 
Our boy Finn Allen. No way. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mike, I can't wait for your argument why your team is better than All mine. All right. So you want to let's run through the teams here. You ready? Okay. Um, your team, Ben Widmeyer, Brad Nosick, Brian Yeoman, Evan Suggs, Michael Weimer, and Wade Francis. <laughs> Kevin, I have to be honest here. I mean, I'm not please, if any of you guys are listening, don't take offense to this, but when we were planning this out, this is not the team I envisioned. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing against these guys, but who is my bell cow here, you know? Woodmire. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. It's, hey, it's full ra- It was totally random. It is we totally We told random. you that all these guys weren't necessarily all-conference. Some didn't even really, they, I think they played like three plays their whole career mm-hmm. at that position, such as Weimer. <laughs> <laughs> but, but hey, he's he's out there. Yeah. So anyway, your team, my team: Jeff Zolman, Mike Rucker, Blake Morgan, Lorenzo Long, Jeff Ashley, and Finn Allen. I don't know if I could have handpicked my team any better. I know that's I'm the truth. Very satisfied with mine. I mean, it's hard to go against that. So, Mike, why is your team better than mine? Well, heart grit. See, don't don't talk before I'm ready to talk. <laughs> I got I got an explanation. Okay. okay. All these guys, I feel like that none of them, like we talked about, there is not really an ego on this team. Doesn't seem like it. You know, none of these guys were They're all superstars. Team players. I think they would all be team players. They would all work really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I think all the team. I think at one point most of these guys had mohawks. Maybe. Uh, Weimer, I know did for a while. I, I, I want to say Yo, had a like, mohawk. This is a Mike Weimer heavy show so far. I mean, Mike, friend of the program. I just haven't, he's not reached out to us at all, but you know, maybe he will. Maybe after hearing this. I'm sure this will really put him over the top. (laughs) All jokes aside, though, Weimer really was not bad. No, he was not. As a quarterback, he wasn't. Was it Western that year he just dusted? Yeah. And the tune of 200 and something. And Sanford, he did really well against, too. Remember that first game, Weimer played it all. He went like 95 yards or something for a touchdown. He was sneaky fast. I was like, jeez. He's one of those a tall, lanky white guy. You're like, he's not gonna be. He dusted him. Oh yeah, he's got he's got some wheels on it. Wommer's one of those. He's one of those Colt Walford guys. Like everybody's like Wommer. I remember him. I bet you didn't nobody hate him. No way. Especially not fans wise. No. I was always a big Wommer guy, but yeah. um, but no, I just think you know it ain't always about like as we heard in the in the Derek Tiller interview. It ain't always about. Sometimes you might be physically overmatched. My team's right. not the biggest. Obviously not the fastest either. Um, Mike Weimer, not the most experienced wide receiver. But, but, I think it's something we can all overcome if we got the right leadership. You think so? Yeah, and I don't know who would be coaching this imaginary collection of players, but <laughs> it would have to be a good one. It would yeah. be a good coach. This may be fun with the defensive side of the ball too. But this yeah. one, that's going to take a lot of time to get some positions together. But it yeah. can happen. It can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I think they're better. I don't think I think your team would have too many guys saying, "I want the ball, I need the ball, blah blah blah." My team would just be a well old machine. I don't know, Mike. My team's full of really good, you know, really good playmakers as well that I think are not selfish. Long's going to want the ball. I mean, Zoe's going to want it, but I mean, like Morgan. But, but if if his career is any indication, he did was very patient. He exactly. he didn't get to play it. He didn't get a ton of carries right away. That's what I'm saying. It took him until he was like a senior. Till they was like, "Hey, let's give this cat the ball. He's kind of good." That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Zolman facilitator. 
Rucker, quick as a cat. If I need a kick return, punt return in a minute, Ruck's my guy. Um, Blake Morgan, you know, Big Swiss play Army Blake. knife. Love him. <laughs> then you got Jeff Ashley out there, catch everything in sight, you know. And then Big Finn Allen <laughs> doing the dirty work and then doing those little out routes. He's open 85% of the time. Yeah. And he would catch it. He made a sick play one time right in front of Ayers, and I saw Ayers get pumped. <laughs> Yeah, wasn't there it. like a, a portion of time where he like coached the tight ends? Yeah. Players? Yeah. That's yeah. why I saw he was pumped. Yeah. Finn was his guy. I'm very happy with my squad, Mike. I had a feeling one of us were going to get an, a group of randoms. Not terrible players. No, no, no. That's they were not what good. I'm saying. I'm just saying randoms. Yeah. Like you were like, whoa, that would never be a that would never yeah. be a lineup at one time. You could see mine. That's a, that's a pretty good squad. Yeah, that'd be a superstar team. I think this was fun, though. I enjoyed it. We're also we we're, we've been trying to come up with some games and stuff to play here in the off season because there's not a ton yeah. to talk about. You had a fun one. All right, I got some for you. I yeah. got some that I'm I'm gonna. It's gonna take me a little while, but we're gonna we're gonna get it all together here. All right, here we here we go. You ready? No, well, you got to explain the game first. All right, so you know there's a lot of guys throughout the uh, throughout the years throughout every roster across the country, but especially at Walford. Guys that just don't get any love. Right. Guys that doesn't necessarily play a ton, maybe not even played at all, but they've certainly played a big role. And you always hear Coach Ayers and the numerous coaches throughout the country talking about how um, how much these guys that are at practice make such a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and we thought that it might be fun to kind of give these guys a little bit of love, sort of tell you who we're – um, that that we appreciate you and what you've done by having a little game here where, Kevin, there's going to be four players. I'm going to lift off four players, three of which played at Walford. We have been on a Walford roster at some point in the last 15 years. Okay. The There is one, though, that has not been on a Walford roster. Okay. Okay. I have to find the one that did not play for Walford. Right. So I tell you what, let's take a quick break. And then we'll be back for our final game with Ty Bo on episode 10 of the Short Haired Dog. Keep listening, folks. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Short Haired Dog. Here's Tyna Bo on episode 10. Michael Bennett here with you still as your host. I haven't went anywhere. Kevin, are you still with us? Still here. All right. Kevin, I feel like this has been a fun episode. I think so, too. We've been really laid back. Um, and I hope you guys have been laid back listening to this. Mike, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to this game here because you've been, you've been <clears throat> just giddy. Oh yeah, you think you're gonna stump me? Yeah, I don't know how you're gonna be able to do it. Okay, but anyway. explain it to him one more time. All right, so once again, as we mentioned there before that last break, you will have four players will be listed, three of which have been on a Walford roster at some point. They may have been one year, they may have been played all four at Walford, but they've been on a Walford roster. There's one on this list that has not. Okay, they're not a Walford player. Okay, and I will reveal to you at the end who each of these are. And what they do, what they do, or have done, or whatever. Okay. Does that make sense? I'm ready. And because we're trying to give, look, okay, we we know that's what we've said and joking around. Listen, we're just having fun here, and we know that there's people on these rosters who never get any love. So we're hey, we're giving you a shout out here. There you go. And because they're not very well known, and that's okay for whatever reason, we're gonna give you a little bit of love, and in the process, gonna have have a little fun with you, and uh, we're gonna. Try to stump Kevin. All right. And this list is compiled, and it's tough. Okay, I'm ready. All right. So what are you going to do, name the four? Uh, 
for, and then I'm going to pick which one. That's correct. Okay. All right, here are the four. A, Jack Best. B, McLean Bryant. C, Clark Bishop. And D, Grant Duran. <laughs> wow. Wow. This is tough. I, for you guys playing at home, I want you to try to think about that without Googling for a second. Just sort of stew okay. on that. Run through them again. All right. A, Jack Best. B, McLean Bryant. C, Clark Bishop. And D, Grant Duran. Okay. Three of these guys have been on a Walford roster. Okay. I think Clark Bishop played for Walford. Yeah, definitely. Offensive yeah. lineman for like yeah. a I've while. Heard of, I've heard of Clark Bishop. Like 06 to 2010. Okay. But I'm not helping you anymore. Okay. He's I a think, definite. I think uh, the fourth guy played or was on the team. Yes, Grant Duran. He did. From 2006, 2008, he was on the roster. He was on the roster. I think offensive lineman. So, I, I'm down to the last two. Down to so. the last two. Name them again. Jack Best and McLean Bryant. Okay. Hmm. I'm Just gonna, guess. I'm going to say Jack Best played. Jack Best did not play. Oh, no. Man, you were so close. We wrote it down to the last two. McLean Bryant did play. He was a linebacker on the roster, I guess, I think, for only one season in 2008. Okay. McLean Bryant. Now, Jack Best was the one who did not um, make the cut as a Wofford football player. He is currently a freshman on the South Carolina Gamecocks men's swimming team. <laughs> He does the freestyle and the backstroke. He is from Topsail Beach, North Carolina, and he went to Baylor High School. Okay. Well. Mr. Jack Best. <laughs> he did not play for Walford. Well, that's a tough game, Mike. I yeah. Whew. But what if, what if Kevin, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to type in here on Google, Jack Best, Walford. What if it pops up and it's a guy named Jack Best? Could be. Let's see here. Let's look. Moment of truth. I could have been right. If so, this game is flawed. Yeah, it's no good. Let's see. Jack Best Walford. Nothing. Mm-mm. I'm not seeing it. All right. Well, I got stumped. Mike, that's uh that's a fun one there. We may have to do that with uh we had to get Derek Dye back on. I think he may like that game. <laughs> yeah. I I there's no way I could have got that. Thinking about it from my perspective, like if you'd asked me that those questions, like I would have said I would have had the only one I ever knew was Clark Bishop. Let me do it next time. Okay. Next episode I'll do it. Okay. I think you need to have one on there that's kind of obvious. Yeah. And then the other three just be like, whoa, I don't know. You know what? These games were fun just because, like we said, it's the off season. There's not a ton to talk about. Yeah. If any of our listeners have any recommendations for anything they want to want us to try, I mean, like, we, we did kind of a fantasy draft thing. We can do that. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, shoot us some DMs. We'll answer yeah. them. I mean, gosh, so we got to have a little feedback here. It, yeah. it would really help us, you know, give you some good – I mean, we'd be – we'll be very – Transparent. If you ask us stuff, we'll answer it with yeah. the best of our and we we ability. teased the Q and A a couple times too. We may do that in the future too. But we yeah. like we said, we got to get some some questions and stuff. Um, and still, like we said, if if you're a former player or if you're just associated with the program or just a super fan, and right. you want to come on the show, just let us know. Yeah, I mean, Mike, I'm I'm. It's pretty safe to say everybody that's wanted to come on, we've got them on at some. Yeah, point. and they've done a really good job. Yeah, and in, in the ones that have been on, and <clears throat> you know. It has been a while, though. Yeah. But this is a time to sort of rally the troops here in the offseason. I know the season can get busy. A lot of these guys who are former players are coaching. 
during the year, and it kind of makes it tough. So some of these guys are just now caught up on the other nine that we've done. <clears throat> Here in episode 10, we finally got our merch. We've got the T-shirts. We've got them. Yeah. $15 a piece. We're going to send them to our guests, but everybody else, I'm sorry. We're going to have to just you're gonna come have to on the show. One. We'll give you one. Yeah. But, you know, until then, you're going to buy them. Is a shirt worth 15 minutes of your time? It's a dollar a minute, pretty much. I mean, so, is it worth it to you? Talking to these two bozos. Yeah. It can't be that bad. It can't be, can't be that bad. But, but we we've had we have had a lot of support, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. And like you like we said, we want to get these shirts out, and we want to see how many states we can get a short haired dog shirt in. Yeah. I th- dude, I think it can be impressive what we can do. I agree. I mean, I think we could probably get Garcia one out in Colorado. I mean, oh, we can make that happen. Here's the thing, Mike. And also, this is kind of different, but we're going to take a road trip this year to a road game for the Terriers. Still trying to nail some down or leaning towards Sanford. I've been to Birmingham. Um, but I think that may be our road trip game. We'd love to, if you know. I'm going to Cullaway, too. Yeah, we, we would love That's to meet up far. with some of our listeners at some point this year. Um, we're two big guys, so we're not hard to miss. Yeah, I'll be probably um, the tallest guy in the stadium. We would, we'd love to meet some of you guys. Like I said, we've got some great feedback. I had some good interactions with some, some listeners, and uh, we, we hope our, you know, our audience just continues to grow and yeah. we can get the Walford brand out there to more and more people, especially with the success we've been having um, on the field. That's what I'm saying. The success that the program's had on the field, we'd love for more people to be right. aware. And we hope what we've done is made a difference. That yeah. We're just not doing this out of – just to be Man, doing it. To me, I look forward to it all day when I know we're going to record. Yeah, which, we were thinking up this game earlier. I was just giddy with excitement because yeah, I knew I, how random got, it was going to be. And I got the exact team you were hoping I was going to sure get. Did, you sure did. You well, sure did. That just worked out in your favor beautifully, didn't it? Shout out, Wimmer. Hey, Mike Wimmer, that, that's, that's fine. But you know what would have been hilarious if you'd have got him at quarterback and receiver? That could have happened. Could have. I think you'd have to redraw then. Probably. There's going to be like on Madden and that where you could have the duplicate players. I hated that, by the way. The ultimate team mode thing. You remember, yeah, you remember when you could like be the, you know, the Cleveland Cavaliers and you could play against the Cavaliers? Yeah, I don't like that. Same players, but they had on different color jerseys? Yeah. Always hated well, that. Well, we, re- we didn't worry about that because my team killed yours. Well, I'll give you that. You got me this time. I did get you. But I got you. you on the game. You did get me on the game. Jack Bass was a swimmer at Carolina. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get you next time. I, I, I believe you. It's very – I'm telling you, you could do this with any team, though, not just Walford. You could do Maybe it with I'll any. switch it up and do uh, – you have to pick the one player that played at Walford. Okay. That's fine. Okay. You just need to keep with this theme, though. I, I, mean, I agree. It's so easy. I mean, it you is. could do it all day long. We it may, we make and do back and forth, but let's both prepare one for next episode, <laughs> you know? Um, we'll see what happens. But like I said, we're still taking requests for interviews. Um, or if, like we said, if you don't want to come on, if you don't, just, if you just want to, if you just want to talk to us, that's fine. Or just anonymous. Yeah. Like people's, I think some people are afraid to ask questions because they're like, are they going to say my name? Which no. we will. Yeah. If you don't you want say, us to. but if you're like, if you if put you up just give top, us a like, recommendation for a hey, topic, anonymous. If you just put anonymous, that's fine. Yeah. It could be even controversial. We're open to that. I mean, gosh! Quit being also, so soft. shout out to the Walford equipment guy. That's uh, he's yeah. he dropping some leaks of some stuff. Yeah, um, I saw where they may have recolored some of the helmets, mm-hmm. or maybe all the helmets. You like I said, make those goals match, boy. Make those goals match. I feel like he's committed to that. That's like, like his life goal right now. I like that a lot. Three stripe life, baby. Now, can we please just get the terrier dog in the middle middle of the field? Think we can make him make that happen. I mean, we and got I the, won't run him back out to back in black, and I want black pants to get Wyoming. 
That's all I want. That's all I want in my life, Mike. Let's just, I mean, same in, like the cool intro video, like the, uh, but back in black I needs want to make a, a comeback. balance at the end of the day at the bank. Please. I want to wear black on black at some point. I want to hear back in black running out, and I want black pants at Wyoming. That's all I want in my and short, terrier, simple life. And a terrier head. And a terrier head in the middle. middle. Yep. Let's make it happen. Come on, guys. Yeah. Hey, after like next year, Spartanburg's not going to be playing there anymore. That's true. We got. I mean, it's, it's up. It's up for grabs. Yeah. We we ain't got to worry about them scuffing up our field, <laughs> putting mud holes on it like a bunch of cows walked around on it. <laughs> what a joke! No, nah, don't don't do Spartanburg like that. They can't help. They made a mess. Any team's gonna make a. I just hate yeah, that. That's our field, man. You know? <laughs> nah. I don't know. I'm making some people mad. Yeah, right you're, here. you're you're showing your showing <laughs> your colors, boy. <laughs> no, nah. but uh, again. Very excited in the direction the Terriers are going, Mike. I think Coach Conklin's doing a great job. Hasn't coached a game yet, but I, I'm, I'm already very optimistic. Um, and I like his look. Yeah. I, you need to dress up as him as Hall- at Halloween. I'm going to go as Halloween. Coach Conklin as Halloween. Yeah. Or on, at Halloween. Hall- yeah. at, on Halloween. At, on, as Halloween. Yeah. I, Boy, we, I tell you, it's getting late, and we're getting, getting awfully. My eyes are starting to get but sort of the, uh crabby. shaved head beard look. Yeah, I pull it off every day. I think it's a good. I like his, I like his look. I like his coaching style. Um, I like the I like the edge he kind of brings. Kind of a seems like kind of a quiet guy, but he looks like he can really rally the troops. Um, Mike, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, oh, I definitely a good am year. too. And uh, may see if Coach Conk will wear a t-shirt. Uh, we're gonna send him one. So yeah. either he's gonna wear Coach, it or you the don't trash. have to wear it, but we're gonna send you one. Yeah, we're sending you one either way, man. And, and even if, if any of you don't want to wear it out in public, if you just you, you know just you know wanna, that we were thinking about. If you, you. want to give it to your wife and let her wear it or Whatever. wash your car with it. Whatever. You're getting one because yeah, we think be you're a blanket cool. that the dog sleeps on in his kennel. Yeah. It doesn't matter. To it me. might be fitting. Could be short-haired dog. Hey, just trying to just trying to. Just trying to make it, you know, make it all work out. But once again, been a great episode. We appreciate Derek Tiller Mm -hmm. for coming on and uh, telling us uh, his unique story and how he great interview um, had a good career there with Walford. He was a good, a big part of it. I know a lot of times these offensive linemen don't get a lot of love, but certainly um, did a great job for Walford and a great time in their history and had some really good experiences as well. Um, getting back, Kevin, I'm going to leave everybody with this one. You talked about Coach Conklin. You already like what he's doing, and uh, but he hadn't coached a game yet. Well, you know, a lot of times it's just like an old farmer. you got to go out there. you got to plant the seeds. you got to water that plant. you got to have it and let it grow. So it's, when the harvest into comes. Into a beautiful ficus. And then when the, and then when the harvest comes, yeah. you're ready. Ooh. He's prepared the fields. Now we're ready for the harvest. We're ready for the rain. Ooh. And the harvest is at the end. Yep. In Frisco, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there. God willing. No, we're going to be there. I don't care if I got to. I might have sold my soul to the devil again. Mm, Too far. No. Too, Too far. far. Yeah. Well, I'd do everything but that. <laughs> there you go. Everything I'm, but. I'm going to be there. <laughs> so we appreciate you guys listening to episode 10 of The Short Haired Dog. Reach out to us. You can DM us. And, of course, Kevin at KBennett underscore five. Yes. You can DM me or follow me, whatever you want to do, at uh, or cuss me out, at <laughs> Mike Bennett W-B-C-U. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, you can follow the show at Short Haired Dog. Of course, you can always listen to us on um, the Apple podcast app soundcloud also on soundcloud we're still paying that 15 dollars a month to be on there even though we hadn't had an episode in quite a while but we're yeah. back 
and we're hoping to get them out a, little, a lot more frequently here as we get yep. to the season. And then, of course, it's going to be one a week throughout the year. So, yep. Kevin? T-shirts on sale, yep. $15 a piece. Um, depending on how those go, we'll get another order together. We're also looking at some hats, maybe some koozies, some stuff like that. Um, so Tell us what you want, folks. Yeah. Tell us what you want. And, and listen, listen. We're here for the listeners. Okay, listen, guys. I know you, you've been listening a lot. This episode is going on a long time here. But I need those shirts. I need them in other states. Yeah. I need them. At Short Hair Dog, at us. Take a selfie and be like, hey, bro. I mean... I mean, we might get another country. This is vacation season, Kevin. Mm-hmm. We might get one in Mexico or something. Like, I'm, I'm down here. Argentina. Mm-hmm. We can send one to, um, what's, uh, why is his name leaving me? Warby. Where's he from? Sweden. Yeah. Let's go one in Sweden. Yeah, surely. So, surely somebody, one of our listeners, has to have a connection to Warby out there. That'd be great. We're going to get him out there. I met, Paul, I met Paul in Canada. Yeah. Huh? So many options here. Yeah. So, we appreciate you guys listening to episode 10. That's going to do it for me, Michael Bennett, alongside me, my co-host, Kevin Bennett. Have a great night, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time. Go Terriers! Go Terriers!